Hi, folks. Welcome back to Itchitcast. You are listening to Binge C? I what are know. we on? I think I lost track of the lettering. It's another binge. It's another binge, y'all. Season <laughs> 10, episode 8, Hibbing 911, episode 9, The Things We Left Behind, and episode 10, The Hunter Games. Welcome back to Idjitcast. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hello. You looked at me weird. I do that all the time. Yeah, I know. That's why you love her. <laughs> and uh, the next voice you just heard is our expert, Bianca. Hi. And we're also joined by another newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And uh, Annie is is not currently available, having uh, recently had a, a pet loss. Aww. We're yes. sorry, Annie. Yeah. We're thinking of you. Um, but we are here tonight to discuss a few episodes. Um, anything uh, Anything new in your life that you want to discuss? Anybody? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little small talk before we jump into it. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Mardi Gras because I don't get to experience that. Oh, That's what yeah. I want to talk about. Oh, come on. They have, uh, they, they have, they have what, the, the pack Zs here? What? The Paxies? It's a What's talking about. It's a it's like a jelly roll basically, but it's they, they only produce it, it's I want to say Polish or Czech, but it's a it's basically like a jelly roll, but it's it's the it's the uh the the, the local pastry of Fat Tuesday. Really? I'm yes. looking this up right now. Oh, no, it is certainly not. It is certainly not what? It's just a fried thing. It looks like a donut, like a yeah. jelly donut. Yeah, it's a jelly donut, basically a jelly. Yeah, not a jelly roll. I said jelly roll. I meant jelly donut. <laughs> yeah, I could do things. jelly donut okay. right about now. Yeah, so they make the, but I mean they're they're particularly sizable and weighty, and they they make them around this area of the country, this area of the state, really. Uh, for for are they like the the pigs at the one? They're place? like the pigs, but the pigs are Italian. Oh. The pigs are at the yeah. Italian bakery. I hate jelly donuts. Like, hate, hate, hate them. So I'm anti. Really? Hardcore. Yeah. More for me. Interesting. <laughs> it depends on the jelly. The the pig the pigs that Darcy's talking about are these kind of rectangular shaped ones with slightly the the, the corners are kind of ear like if you want. I mean, they're not. They don't look like pigs, but the, I believe that that's the reason is the the corners are kind of ear like. But the, they're made with like a strawberry jam, like a really good like jam. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's not just no. not, it's, it's not that red it's not jelly filling. Jelly, that, it's yeah, it's good. Yeah, intriguing nonetheless. It can't all be king cakes. Oh, but wow, that was <laughs> quite can. the experience. <laughs> oh yeah, Yvette, um I have my king cake baby from last year Aww. on my <laughs> desk at work. It's like propped in my pen cup. <laughs> and the tech guy, my friend, he walked by once and he noticed it. He's like, "Why the hell do you have a naked baby figurine?" <laughs> I was like, 
Well, you just made it sound really weird. And he was like, because it is. (laughs) 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 Okay, so Paul, fun fact. I just looked it up. Yes. There is an Eastern European restaurant, like, walking distance from my house. And they do indeed sell these Paxi things. So I'm going to have to go try it. Oh, my gosh. They have the Paxis in your neighborhood. Yep. I can go walk and try one. So I will let you know. All right. I will report back. Write us I go a to review. The, I go to that restaurant all the time to get, like, pierogies and things. Oh, sure, yeah. Ooh. So, what was that right? Is it, is it Czech? Yeah. Um, it says Polish. Polish, Polish. Polish. I don't know. Yeah, pierogies Very is Polish. Very close, right? I get, I yeah, get, they're all over there. Former Soviet Eastern block. European yeah. people. Sure. I imagine I'm one of those somehow. I bet I could find that in my neighborhood, too, actually. All right. Well, we're all going to have like a, it's going to be like a cultural exchange. We're all going to eat. <laughs> they, they just, they just sell them at the supermarket here. I mean, it's, it's, it's common enough in Duluth that they sell them at the, at the super one. Well, get one. I want to try it. We have them every year, don't we? No. I've eaten them every year. Apparently, I swear I've brought home a package of four of them several times to this house. I probably just thought it was a jelly donut and didn't realize it was special. You didn't realize it was special. No, I feel bad. Thanks. That's amazing. All right. Well, that's enough of a. That's enough of a. That was quite the tangent. That's that some, was that's fun. Some good, that's some good stuff. Like I said, some small talk before the before down to business. Okay, business. And speaking <laughs> of northern Minnesota. Speaking of northern Minnesota. We've got our first uh, episode of the night, 10-8, Hibbing 911, which is, uh, which one? This is the one with the cop convention. Yeah, it is. <laughs> in, in Hibbing? I just, now, I just want to say, Didn't well, no, it was, it was a state, a state, a state cop convention, not a national cop convention. Okay. And they rotate locations all, every year, so Hibbing had it this year. It's not an annually in Hibbing. Got it? Yeah. All right. Now. I just want to say first, leading off, that it's nice that the writers of this show have started to listen to our podcast through a time machine and then <laughs> respond to us. Because <laughs> during the during the Pishtaco episode where uh, where Donna was introduced, uh, she had that thick, thick accent, and she was supposed to be from Stillwater. And we said, "Gee, that accent is really not a Stillwater. It's more like Hibbing than Stillwater." And yeah. Lo and behold, they retconned it so that she works in Stillwater, but she's originally from Hibbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you didn't hear me make any sorts of noises. <laughs> <laughs> or, you, you know, or if I did that you don't recall. I probably, so probably like, didn't as- ascribe them to a particular thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was definitely a character I never expected to see or hear from again. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I thought she was dead and gone. Well, not well, dead, but just Well, now, it, it has to be a regional sheriff's thing, because well, otherwise Jody wouldn't be there. Well, they did say it was... It was oh, uh, tri-state. Tri-state. So it yeah. was North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota. Right. Not Wisconsin. They were not invited. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Wisconsin's got to yeah. go with Illinois. They, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Um... I I thought it was a fun episode. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of neat. I, I what I liked about it was that they were the the two sheriff ladies were were uh, paired together, and instead of just going the way that a lot of TV shows would be like, oh, they're fast friends, they they have a lot in common. They were actually like really awkward with each other throughout most of the episode. Yeah, and I really kind of liked that. 
because it's it's more more my realistic experience with. Uh, all right, you two people, you're forced together for a weekend. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're they're they're both like, bitch. You think you know me? And then they're both like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said all that. <laughs> and then they're both like, mm, no, but you were right a little bit. <laughs> like, I forgive you. Um, which is also true to life, I feel. What I didn't like was that it really does not look like northern Minnesota. Uh, it's really not. It was kind of borderline some parts. It was, it was too too green and lush. It was too, yeah, I mean, Vancouver is in the rainforest of British yeah, Columbia. and it's just not, I mean, I think it's pretty green, but it's not like that green. It's different. It's a different green. It's a different, different shade green. Although at least the sunlight was correct because they are similar. In yeah, the, the sunlight wasn't too bad. Do like, we know what time of year it is? It looked like it had to have been like early summer is what I was guessing. I assumed that they were setting it in fall. Oh, you thought fall? Well, it's episode 8 of the season, so I mean... It, but it didn't look like fall because winter. fall is yellow. Yeah, I know. Well, it wasn't winter. All the birch... Treats. I was guessing summer just because nobody was wearing like heavy coats or anything, and I was like, they must be warm, right? Yeah. Well, like thirty degrees is warm here, so sure you don't need your coat then. Is that summer? Is no, fall? that's <laughs> thirty degrees. That's like uh, November and March. November. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but there's and like trees and stuff, yeah, right? I mean, okay. The trees were very green. so They yeah. were really green. Yeah, it looked like summertime to me, but I guess I'm just going on it my own. It looked like summertime does here as well as close as. Yeah, because this episode aired in December 2014. Yeah. yeah. So it couldn't have been meant to be contemporary to the time that it was being yeah. aired. I mean, like, I guess it's the seasons of the show are kind of seasonless in terms of weather. Yeah, um, well, I mean, they have they have skipped entire years before. I meant so. to take a video of, you know, when we drive, like, to the Aldi store, and, and it's, like, snow up above where the cars are, and you yeah. can't see, and there's, like, all of these different roads coming at you. I wanted to take video of that, because I thought that would be impressive to people who don't experience driving around in tunnels and not knowing if you're going to hit another car. That's gosh, terrifying! <laughs> it is terrifying. <laughs> I mean, they've seen pictures of the pile in our backyard, in our in our alley, in our uh, driveway. Oh yeah, right? but that's that's just that it's it's different when it's out there. You're just like driving in these out in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so I'm looking at some photos of Hibbing, Minnesota, and it looks charming. <laughs> it's it looks cute. very it's cute. A, it's a, cute it's a mining town. You know, it's a mining town. So yeah. When you're when you're not looking at the giant uh, giant mine pit, it's a cute town. There's some cute signs. This mm-hmm. is appealing. All right. Yeah. Definitely I, uh, doesn't look like the um, what we were shown, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, my boss my boss is from Hibbing, and uh, I mean, my my dad, of course, is from the Iron Range in general, a little bit a little bit further east, more closer to Virginia, Minnesota, but. They probably wouldn't um, use Virginia, Minnesota, because Virginia, Minnesota, this is confusing. It everybody. is confusing. Like, wait, you're in Vir- a minute. Where? Virgi- where are you? <laughs> they call it the Quad Cities. The Quad Cities. Well, because it's Mountain Iron, Virginia, Eveleth, and the other one. <laughs> it's um, apparently, there is a Bigfoot convention happening there right now. Yeah, Interesting. Sounds about right. Cool. All right. All right. Hibbing Daily Tribune. Thanks for uh, cluing me in. 
Cool. Squatch. Go get a squatch. <laughs> oh, Bigfoot episode would be fun. I think it's Aurora. I think the fourth one is Aurora. They're still tiny, Beth. Huh? No, Ely's way the ten out of fifteen. I guess you're right. We've got five more seasons to be okay. Bigfoot. I All right, now, now I've got to look it up. You've Dar- Darcy has has confused me into uh, into looking up what, what the four looking? cities, the four cities of the uh, of the of the, the Iron quad Range, cities. the oh, quad boy. cities of the Iron Range. I'm sorry. So the band that did Womp There It Is was the Quad City DJs. Is that them? Or is That's that a probably different a different Quad, quad City? City. That would be a oh my gosh. There, oh, okay. That would the, be incredible. The Quad Cities are Virgi- Virginia, Eveleth, Gilbert, and Mountain Iron. Gilbert? Gilbert. What the hell is that? It's right in the area there. Oh, all right. Ely is not right in the area there. Okay. Okay, but the Quad Cities, it's possible that's the one down in Iowa, Illinois. Yeah, probably that. Because that's Davenport and then some Illinois cities. Yeah. Um, that's where that's where the uh, the um, American Pickers are from. Those yeah, I'm cities. trying to remember. I went to a, a, a theater convention thing there once. Did too. you? Yeah. And what are you trying to remember? I can't remember what the hell city I was in. Cedar oh, Rapids. Cedar Rapids. What was it? Cedar Rapids, Davenport, and a couple of Illinois ones, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> The Quad City DJs are from Jacksonville, Florida. So I have oh. no idea what the four cities would be around Jacksonville, but definitely not that. They did, however, do the Space Jam song. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, that's what I thought of this episode. I don't care about it. And <laughs> I don't even talk talking about stuff. everything else. There are vampires. There are vampires. There, well, there are vampires. Initially, initially, there's something that's eating most of people, which is not a vampire trait that I know of at all. Yeah, they don't usually eat the flesh. The, yeah. yeah. And we've just, met vampires multiple times now. Blood. Yeah. But these these are advanced vampires, as we'll discuss real close to the end. I'm not going to go through even everything that I have down. Okay. But uh, apparently the, the, the actual hosting sheriff of, in town of... Inhibiting itself is the uh, is one of the vampires. Yeah, we find that. But he's out. reformed. But he's re- yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's reformed. He's 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 not he's uh, drinking his true blood. Yeah, and apparently. now his like former vampire acolytes were trying to like revamp him. They're trying to suck him back in, so to speak. <laughs> he's like the the Louis, like Anne Rice's Louis. Does he have a last name? The sheriff. Yeah, no. probably. Oh, sorry. The Anne Rice Louie. <laughs> the Anne Rice Louie. Uh, it seems like he should. Okay, Yvette funny. knows what I mean. <laughs> Thank you for No, that. I do know what you mean. <laughs> interview. <laughs> yes. Louis d'interview. Louis de Pont de Lac. Oh. All right. What a name. Correct. All right. Okay. But you know how he's like so sad and he's like drinking rats and stuff. Like maybe that's what this sheriff was like. Yeah. Drinking some rats. I mean, isn't there always like a like a bleeding heart vampire that wants to eat rats instead? Well, I mean, uh, uh, Angel did it, I'm sure. Yes, no, I know he did. Definitely did some rat drinking back in the uh, in that series. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't possums taste better? But what I mean, wasn't Lenore in this series? She was she was reformed. Did she have possums? Oh yeah, that was Amber. What's her face? Amber Benson. Yeah. Yeah, Amber Benson was a reform vamp. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about the vampire lore on Supernatural is I feel like it sort of mutates into whatever is most useful for that week. Yeah. 
Um, whereas with other demons and monsters, it's a little bit more consistent. Like even shifters are more consistent. Yeah. I feel like than the vampires on this show. But yeah. So yeah, I think this, it's the sheriff. Yeah, the, he smells the blood and his teeth come out. Yeah. Donna sees and she's like, What the flippin' heck? Or you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever she says. Oh, for what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and as it does turn out, the uh the uh original pack, the, the pack that's trying to get him back is uh they they have a different philosophy than most vampires. Apparently, they they they're they're more holistic. Uh, they use the cringeworthy phrase, "We eat all of the buffalo." Uh yeah, yeah. Which is at Congrats. least cringeworthy, if not actually racist. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Both at once. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why well, pick just one? But uh, they do. They they do eventually all end up. All the 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 two sheriffs and the boys end up at this farm where the 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 leader of that pack uh, traps them, has them tied up, and monologizes about about the uh, about eating more than just taking the taking the blood. Apparently, and um, Dean breaks free. They fight, and Donna ends up beheading the leader of the of the pack. Yeah, yay, Donna! Oh. It's a good so moment. Do we think Donna's going to become a hunter? Is that where this is perhaps I mean, going? As, well, as much of a hunter as Jody is, probably. Jody is, is a hunter, though, right? Like, sort of. Mm, she's a sheriff who's very much in the know. Okay. All right. I thought I think, for some reason in my mind she was like a former hunter or like some... Or I guess her family was like killed by something her, spooky. Yeah, well, yeah remember her... Uh, her son was risen from the dead and then yeah, ended her up eating her husband. Ate her husband. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, so we, uh, that was in season five. Yeah. And we've seen Jody at least once every season since. Yeah, but, she feels like she shows up more than I expected her to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so but that's good to she, see her. I like her fine. She's yeah. Fine. Yeah, but she's usually more more uh, been doing her her sheriff duties than doing hunting, for for the yeah. most part. I mean, she she was she was uh, sick in the hospital when she discovered the leviathans there. Um, she was um, yeah, yeah, things she's like, like that. Dialed in. Back she when was Bobby like, used to got to go on a blind date with Crowley at one point. Yeah. Oh back God! On. I had blocked that from my mind. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Back back when Bobby still lived in Sioux Falls, she 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 had a deal at his place at some point there. Yeah, because I think wasn't he? He lived in that town, right? Yeah, he lived in Sioux Falls. So, because she was like, you know, you're just the town drunkard, and then he's like, listen, lady, there's stuff out there. She's like, oh snap. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. You, know, yeah, you like my Bianca summaries. <laughs> so, so I, do. I do. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I think Donna is definitely. Good. I mean, now that now that they brought her back once and that she, they uh, they had her in a in a uh, episode with Jody, I think it's going to be something along the same lines. Going, you think forward. we're going to see her again? Yeah, possibly That's with fine. Jody again too. They may not have meshed well to begin with, but maybe the uh, the the, the uh, bonds formed in battle, kind of thing. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, do we feel like we've got? Uh, wait, wait. Do we do, do we rate and stuff? Yeah, we rate and stuff, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah we rate and stuff. Oh, uh, wait, who wins? Who loses? Uh, um, I think Donna wins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw that yeah. out there yeah. because let's, she let's managed to kind of sort of make a friend. She, uh, you know, she got her, her ex-husband, Doug, to kind of back off because um, he's a real winner. Oh, yeah. And Jody kind of got the ball rolling, but, you know, I feel like she's in a better spot with him at the end of this. And uh, she learns about all the monsters out there and survives and then kills one, like, all in the same couple of days. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, do I, that. I, will go, I will go with that. I am on that bandwagon. Pro Donna. Um. What else? Oh, we didn't rate it. Yeah, the uh, rating is next. All right, let me uh, pull up my ratings here. All right, here we go. I have to think about it. Um, I can go first. Oh, good. It was fine. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't. I thought it was kind of boring, but it was, spoiler alert, better than the next two. So I'm going to give it uh, <laughs> a six and a half out of ten. Oh, wow. um, I, I don't know. Whatever. All Whatever. Right. Whatever. <laughs> Boreal forests. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. I thought I, I uh, also did not expect to see Donna again to begin with, but uh, but was pleasantly surprised. Like the uh, the setting, obviously, it's a area close to my heart. Even if they didn't actually, you know, shoot there, which of course they wouldn't. But uh, um, and then just. Uh, I like the I like the interplay of everybody. Although the the actual monster was uh, confusing and strange, so uh, I'm going to give it seven out of ten spent tubes of sunscreen. Ooh, good callback. Good job. Good job. Yeah, it was it was okay. It wasn't great. It was mildly entertaining. Uh, <laughs> mildly entertaining. Well, it wasn't high praise coming from Darcy. Well, <laughs> thanks. Uh, so I'm going to give it, hmm, let's do five out of ten uh, hot dishes. Oh, my God. I just, wait, I have to interject just to say I'd never heard of a hot dish before in my life. But I guess whatever, a couple months ago when the Vikings were here playing the Saints, yeah. like there was a newspaper article like mocking the foods of, I get the Vikings are from where? Minnesota? Minnesota. Or, yeah, they're from yeah. Where, where they're like places where you can get your hometown favorite hot plates and then you turn the page and it was like, nowhere, eat some real food. And I was like, ooh, and then I had to look up what it was because I've never heard of such a thing. And I was shocked. Hot dish is just casserole. It. Yeah, it's just casserole. It's just casserole. So I had never, eat, I had never eaten a casserole until I was an adult. Right. It's just not a yeah. thing that's done here. What? No. That's crazy. I, I guess yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're going to have like a warm I don't, meal stuffed yeah. with goodness, it's going to be like a soup. I, I right? don't. I don't see New Orleans as a as a, a green bean casserole at the at the church. No, I suppose kind of place. it's mostly you know gumbo and yeah, so good good stuff. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, well, yeah. I just thought I was like, oh my god, that was really shady. They were really mean about it, but that did cause me to look up what it was. And then I found a recipe for something that was like teeter tots in a casserole, yeah. and I was like, yeah. that is not food. No, 
Well, they do it's, that. That's, it's, that's, that's well known, but I wouldn't agree with that. I, I, I know. I had never heard of that until Tater Tot Hot Dish. Uh, they served it in Montana. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, they probably did. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, like at the food service. It was disgusting. It's got like yeah, that you know, sounds just wrong. Like, well, we, and, and especially when you, fine, especially when it's made like 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 tradition, like like the 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 old ladies at the church supper, which are taking opening canned peas and cream of mushroom soup oh, and God, tater tots and no, no, yeah, it's like kind of like and, a yeah. Rochester garbage plates. It's kind of like garbage that. plates. What's that? Yeah. What, yeah, tell it's us like, what a garbage plate is. It's like <laughs> college boy food. <laughs> My I'm friends in college uh, who are from that area were yeah. all about garbage plates. It's like a bunch of fried food, like no, layered is, with like brown beans and stuff. Yeah, I know this is this is definitely more of a this is this like I said this is the traditional uh, the traditional fare of the old lady at the church supper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, oh my I don't god! I'm to... looking at a plate of garbage plate. Okay, and it, we've got hash browns with macaroni yeah. and cheese, Ooh. a hamburger patty with some onions and cheese on top of that, and then what appears to be sloppy Joe mix. And exactly. <laughs> oh, sloppy Joe oh. mix. <laughs> okay, well you had me until sloppy Joe mix. Oh then, no! Why? Time. Yeah, <laughs> Dan loved them. I kind of want to try it. It's just so like, wrong. What are you talking about? Why do you keep saying garbage plate? And he's like, because it's a plate of garbage. And I was like, you're so gross. And he was like, no, it's a thing. He was like, don't diss my regional food. <laughs> 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 and uh, there's some place up in it, like nearby ish Ithaca that made them. And oh. uh, the guys would go drive out like 40 minutes and get them. Um, and yeah, it's, it's yeah, no, a the, lot of stuff. The, the definite hot dish, college boy food. The hot dish is not college boy food. This is definitely like all of this, you know, the peas and the cream and mushroom and rice and stuff all mixed together in, in a big, uh, you know, Pyrex, Pyrex dish and then covered over with hot, hot, uh, tater tots on top and cheese and then baked. Huh. I yeah. kind of want to make it just to see, uh, <laughs> just to find out. For forty-five minutes. Oh, well, <laughs> what if I'm I love it? Bring us back to ratings. Yes, yes. thank you. Sorry, and, I got. <laughs> well, no, it's it's you know it's all important stuff. Only five dollars. Um, Only five. I'm Only five. five. Seven and a half. Seven point five. Seven and a half. Um, seven and a half Donnas out of ten. Because I like Donna. That gives this episode a six and a half, which feels fair. That's fair. That is fair. Okay. All right. So next up, we've got uh, ten nine. The things we left behind, and which which one is that? Uh, this is the one with Castiel's daughter. That is true. G- Jimmy's Jimmy's daughter, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, no. Correct, I'm not correcting She's you. She's Castiel's but... daughter at this Yeah, moment. basically. Let's be real. <laughs> Jimmy's been dead out. a minute. <laughs> oh, God. And, Don't kill her. And it is, uh, it is explained pretty early on that, that, indeed, as I was suspecting, once the vessel goes kaplooey a couple of times, there's no, uh, no Jimmy left. Did we lose everybody? I'm here. No, I okay. just had I was laughing and that yes. turned into coughing. Yes. And then you, I so I that. muted myself. Muted, okay. But, um, yeah, I was very proud of you, Paul, for making that prediction. 
like last recording, you were like, yeah. well, the daughter's obviously going to come back. <laughs> I'm like, little does he know she's going to come back twice. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, y'all, the um... amount I didn't care about this daughter at all. Like, I was just like, why? <laughs> so you sided with Dean? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why are we following this character? Did anybody, like, miss? Like, I'm just, oh, it, like, really annoyed me that we had to, like, spend any time on this storyline. Really? Yeah. I mean, she's definitely, like, a punk-ass teenager. But, you yeah. know, I'm a teen librarian, so I guess I like those. You must be good at that. I have, like, very little patience. Just really scary with what's coming up here. Because, <laughs> you know, we've got 14, 14 and 11 in here. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, well, somebody's in trouble. It's probably actually not me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I, uh... I can sympathize because I'm just like, you can just work on yourself. Like, you can, tr- you know, but it's hard when the adults that people have around are not good adults, like Randy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, she Which was, was like awful. Were y'all expecting that kind of turn? <laughs> not really, no. I was, I was Mm-mm. not. No, not at all. Not to that extent. Not to the. You know, I really don't want. Oh, uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's um, definitely a slimy character. Kind of reminds me of somebody I know. Not you, Bob. <laughs> <That> <laughs> was, <laughs> like, <wait. laughs> he looked at me like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was someone you once knew in life. No, somebody I know now. Oh dear! Not that slimy. Yeah. This guy's not that slimy. <laughs> no, maybe not. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, I, yeah. I, when they, when they first introduced him, I was like, "Oh, is this going to be another one where there's a a guy that heads a household full of misfit teenagers and you know makes them go to school on time and all of that?" Like the uh, that other episode that we thought might be a might have been meant to be a backdoor. Oh, I yeah. remember that one. Yeah. I was like, that this, that's kind of ringing that bell for me until it was like, "Oh no, actually, he just wants her to go steal for him." Yeah. Yeah, there is no monster of the week this week because the monster is just a human man. It's Fagin from Oliver. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, kind of. So it you know, it turns out Claire was uh uh when 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 Castiel/Jimmy left for the last time, mom decided to split town too, left her with her grandma, her grandma died, she ended up in the foster system and and in juvie. Just like Oliver. Yeah, in the 48-hour isolation room, I was like, really? You know, I've never been to Juvie, but I feel like that's extreme. Yeah, it feels really, like, harsh. Like, why would you punish a child that way? And she, they just, like, throw her in there with her brain and a leather jacket, and they're like, sit down. <laughs> Two days. Like, Damn. Cass does find her and tries to check her out. They say, uh, yeah, where have you been? No, this isn't happening. Which, you know, is probably on on the side of the right for them to say. Yeah, Yeah, I appreciated that little scrap of, like, veracity there. I mean, I liked liked that uh, that Cass was naive enough to think that he could just show up and say, hey, I'm dad, I'm taking her. Yeah, and, like... Didn't even come up with a story in time, 
to be like, this is what I'm going to say, and this is what you're going to say. Like, Claire makes it all up for him on the spot, which is also very clear. Um, love the part about the exterminator and the bed bugs, where he's like, I get rid of, what was it, like, threats to humanity or something. Yeah. Yeah, this one. Yeah, happened. yeah. And then, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> Y'all don't have anything else to say. I don't have. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, Rowena stuff too. I well, not. Ver- it, it it felt really kind of crammed in there. Rowena. Oh my god, it was so yeah. crammed in there. It was just it was like okay, was. we're either focusing we on like now? weird teen drama or it's like weird like devil mom trying to steal a blade. Like it just no, like, no. That's oh. the next one. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the next one. Don't yeah, worry. no, this this one is just, this one is all about this one's just she's chick parenting. Yeah. She's just chained she's chained up and then uh then cast uh, cast Crawley confronts her about uh trying to, right. to trade him for pigs and leaving when he was eight. Yeah. Just it's didn't care. Because this one is all, you know, the things we left behind. It's like Castiel left behind this family because Jimmy left behind this family because you know and then Rowena left Crowley and and Randy was willing to leave Claire behind also yeah so it's like the whole like when adults are really cruel to kids episode so she was supposed to bring some money to Randy and Randy's like I I need the money the the bookie is coming and he's not happy and we got to get the money somehow so they convince her to go out and Rob the gas and sip. Yeah, which is messed up. Um, the last time we kind of saw something like this was with vampires, sort of. Remember the woman who had the nest mama? Oh, well, that's Alex's episode, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. where she was like, you know, you're the you're the bait. You know, you're the one that's gonna go out and do all the stuff. And she like grew up in that kind of environment. Yeah. I forget what season that was, though. I think that was last season. Oh, okay. It so. feels recent. Yeah, I, I, I believe it was last season. Um, but they do run into her friend Dust. They they do go find her friend Dustin at at the. They brought back the Wiener Hut. That was that was where Alfie worked. Oh, you're right. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. That's funny. All I could think of was uh, I have a coworker who's Chinese who I've been helping with her idioms for the past several months, um, which is fun. And I had to just explain what weenie meant. Oh, boy. Awful. Because <laughs> somebody will, like, use an idiom. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, well, what is that? And uh, someone will be like, well, you know, like, in this movie. And she'll be like... No, I've never heard of that movie. And so since we all work at the library, she'll just order it and get it and watch it. So uh, she watched Meatballs. Oh, no. Exactly. And had a whole, like, because she always has a list. Yeah. Um, We sit next to one another. So she'll be like, hey, what does this mean? And what does this mean? And what does this mean? Because they're not always Googleable. So that was really bad. (laughs) She was like, it's a classic, but I weenies. can't. <laughs> I was like, uh, were they cooking? <laughs> and I, she was like, oh, weenie. And I was like, well, wiener. She's like, wiener means hot dog. I was like, yes. Yeah. 
But what else looks like a hot dog? That's exactly what I had to say. She was like, what? Really? Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I was like, yeah, so like nobody uses the word wiener. Like it's like a funny weird Just don't do it. Yeah, I was like, just don't I was like, if you mean sausage or hot dog, just say sausage or hot dog. Like she was like, oh, she was like, now I know. Also, so next, what is wet dream? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that Sweet one was really hard also. Because I was like, well, <laughs> she's like, oh, so when you're sleeping at night and you, you get really, really hot and you're sweaty. I was like, nope. no, no, it's not that kind of wet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. So. Whenever the Wiener Hut showed up in this episode, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> now, it was, did I learn about that from a, uh, a, a, a book from Judy Bloom? Does, did that explain it in yes. one of those books? Which Probably. Was it? That one was, um, then again, maybe I won't. Okay, that must have been the one. Okay. Yeah, she was good at those. She was so. good at explaining a lot of things I didn't understand. That one had... That one had underage drinking and shoplifting and wet dreams and basketball yeah. and, and yeah, and, and got Fox's attention there. Explained ex- <laughs> a, a slice a slice of New Jersey that I had no idea existed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so made yeah. me think. Made me think I'm a coworker. My parents never talked to me about no, anything. no, 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 no. no. Those books would just kind of like appear, and I would read them, and then I would, and I would know things. So, Bianca, you don't know that one? The, then again, maybe I won't. Me? Bianca, yeah. Oh, I read it. Oh, yeah, I know it. I yeah, didn't okay. read that one, but I. You didn't read it, but you know it. I know. I know the title. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. read some of her other ones. Sure. But not that one. Um, yeah. So there's that tangent. Yeah, that happened. That was definitely tangent. Um, <laughs> but they do they do run into Dustin at the Wiener Hut, and Dustin at says, "Oh yeah, if you want to find Claire, she's around the corner at the gas and sip with a with a revolver." Do you remember Wiener Schnitzel? What do you mean? Do I remember Wiener Schnitzel? Did I mean that's it's a it's a dish also a word. It's a no, German dish. No, it was a it was a wasn't restaurant. it like a fast food place? Yes. Oh no, absolutely. I don't. I don't remember a fast food restaurant called Wiener Schnitzel. No. Oh. I know of it as a as a German dish though. But it, and it was not. It was not the German dish. It yeah, was it was. Like there was not a dogs. was not a pounded veal cutlet. It was. It was hot dogs. Yeah. It was a chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is how much we all liked this episode, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not talking about Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> um, I just want to say that some more. It's fun. So, I do want to talk about. Meanwhile, there was a story where Dean, uh, back in the day snuck away from where where Sam and John were sleeping and went to CBGB. Oh, Why yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? I, I Which no that. longer exists. Which no longer exists. But, I, you know, I looked it up and I was like, can that work? And apparently it, it was there till 2006. So yeah, that, that, that story long. definitely can work. What is it? CBGB? The, the nightclub in New York, the famous punk nightclub in New York. It's a punk okay. nightclub, yeah. You didn't watch the the CBGB movie with Alan Rickman with me? <coughs> Maybe. It's the thing I definitely see people wear on T-shirts. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll still see have... CBGB. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a true punk establishment. Yeah, I miss that. There was a CBGB movie that Alan Rickman was in. It was a really good movie. 
Pretty me. Yeah. So, I also thought it was funny that they just brought up John Winchester. Because, yeah. LOL. You're like, oh, remember how heavily this show revolved around that character for the first yeah. couple of seasons? For the first couple of seasons, he, he died in died at the end of, or the beginning of season two, and yet it was still, like, very, like, what will... What, what dad would want and what dad thought and what dad said that I should yeah, do. Yeah, he was very much in play. Then he was reincarnated to go fight zombies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, so... But, um, uh, Rowena, did we talk about the Rowena thing? We kind of did. She, kinda oh, yeah, did. We, there's, yeah, she, she uh, ends up discovering from her cellmate that someone's smuggling demons out of hell and... <laughs> Carly's mad about it, so Rowena decides that she's going to say that uh, his right-hand man is the guy, guy responsible and gets that right-hand man killed, or right, right-hand demon killed off, and then suddenly is uh, welcome to join Crowley. And so he was not actually the person, right? I don't believe so, no. I think it was just convenient. You want to know who it was? It was that guy! <laughs> who do you all think it's is actually doing it. Do you think that's going to come back or not? Oh, does that matter? I don't even know if it matters. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it. Well, I was anything, just like, oh, okay. Anything goes. Um, but yeah, so I'm should, hearing no guesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, know. so the, the, the guy, the, she says the guy was responsible, he starts to choke her out, and Crowley rescues her and then says, okay, come on, let's go. Let's go. Come and, on, uh, mommy. Come on, mom, let's uh, hang out together. You showed your loyalty by having me kill this guy, <laughs> apparently. I don't know. And I guess we should talk about the uh, the denouement of the uh, the the Claire Claire Randy thing. I mean it's it's distasteful, but Randy eventually uh, the the bookie bookie comes and says, you know, uh, I guess we could give up all the dead if you let me have her. And he's <sighs> like, Well, if you're gonna take her then it's gonna be really, really good. <laughs> Because she's super useful to me, <laughs> is what that was. And um, then the uh, cast does eventually does uh, rescue her from being attacked by the bookie. And uh, right as they're getting ready to leave, uh, they attack Dean, and Dean um, doesn't take it well. He he massacres everybody in the house, including Randy and everybody. That was interesting, actually. Like, so seriously, this Mark of Cain nonsense is hardcore affecting him. The Mark of Cain. Something like that. Sure. And that's, so is Cain going to go after Abel? Oh, is it going to be a brothers against, brother against brother thing? That's the one thing they haven't really, they haven't really hit with this yet, have they? Because, I mean, that's the whole story. Uh, I don't know. You're right. That is the whole it's thing. I wish you guys could see me waggling my eyebrows right now. Know <laughs> <laughs> that I'm waggling my eyebrows. They could get rid, rid of, of the, the mark. mark. Yeah. With the brother, and he has to kill the brother, and then he can get rid of the mark. Yeah. Or something. Or something. I don't know. Prediction corner. Yeah, we're supposed to be doing predictions more often. I did it. There. I'm you just did. <laughs> like for the whole whole episode that's all i got well this is episode nine yeah so we are a little over a third into the season 
right? Yeah. Yeah. We're almost, we're really almost halfway there. Um, yeah. So yeah. Is, it, is it this episode or the next episode where I can discuss how much I really don't care about Rowena at all? I think that's probably the next episode. Yeah. Okay, I'll but I'm right there, there with you. <laughs> I'll hold off and men- we'll just, just to table that for now. Table it. She doesn't exist for yeah. now. Put, put well, we could be done with this one. Oh, we have yeah, to do so we are we are going to the one who lost and and rate. Yeah, we we've we've gotten through the summary. Okay, Dean loses. Dean loses. It. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so. Yeah, he definitely did not win. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel sure. like everybody sort of loses. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of winning in here. Castiel doesn't win over Claire at all. No. And she's lost faith in absolutely everyone. Though the one guy that she thought was at least, you know, going to stand by her, gave her up to get had by the bookie. Yeah. Gross. Sam doesn't want anything. Oh, uh, I'm gonna. I, I'll, I'll, I'll nobody just, wins. Yeah, I guess we're going tie. Mm-hmm. Nobody wins. Tie. Nobody. All right. Ratings. Ugh. Rating. Ugh. Yeah. I'll give this um I'll give this a six out of ten side braids. All right. All she right. does have intricate hair. Yeah, and also it's just kinda you know, even though it's a little bit wobbly, it's nice when the show understands that it left some really weird poles behind. <laughs> so you know. They're kind of trying to do that by bringing Claire back for a moment. Sure. Um, I'm gonna, I really, I don't know, I, I really felt like at the time of watching these without thinking about them very hard, I liked them okay. And then while putting together the summary going, this doesn't make any sense and what the heck was all that. So really disjointed exactly. for me. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a 5.5 out of 10 um, potentially roofied teenage deans. Right. Darcy. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat it really didn't do a whole lot for me uh either any of the storylines i could have done without all of them and been just fine so i'm gonna give it a uh three Ooh. out of ten i know i'm okay. sorry three out of ten uh um uh slim jims i don't know slim jim oh from, from the from the okay. gas sip yeah okay <laughs> um, over there I'm sure. Yeah, so I agree. I was just like, I don't care, whatever. Four out of ten daughters I totally forgot about. Um, which gets this a 4.63, which feels more than kind to me. Ouch. Oof. That's a big failing grade. Yeah. yeah that's not even a C. Now, is it going to get better for the next one? Oh, I don't know. No. And the next, the, <laughs> episode 10. The next one is episode 10. No, no. Episode, <laughs> episode 10. Episode 10 is the Hunter Games, oh, uh, which is it's, it's, it's an episode about. Uh, this is the one where Dean almost kills Booger. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one. And there is there's further uh, further Revenge of the Nerds reference inside the episode. I can't remember the line exactly, but uh, yeah, Boogertron going on about uh, the, the the jocks and yeah, whatnot. It was a direct quote. Yep. Yes. Was it direct quote? It was. Okay. 
Oh wow. Yeah, he uh he came back. Again. Uh, yay. They let him out. <laughs> Honestly, I should have I feel part of me feels like, you know, this far into the series, I feel like you guys should have bingo cards. Of <laughs> 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 like who do you think is dead for good? And who do you think is coming back? Like the way people did it for the last season of Game of Thrones. Um, oh, where they were like, boy. I bet this person, you know, this person's never going to come back. Well, no, I, was, I had suspicions. You know, I mean, they did say he's just going to be put away for a very long time. <laughs> this is very long. Yeah. Because, I mean, we we thought that last time, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I, I did turn to turn to Darcy when they were at the uh, at the playground waiting for the guy to come out, and they came out with the hood over his head and everything, and I was like, oh, oh, crap, it's, it's not. Oh. And she was like, yeah, I recognize this jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. He came back. back. Yep. Because they need information. Where else are they going to figure it out? Who can they turn to? Oh, boy. So this is a multi-threaded episode. There is the Metatron part. There is some more Claire part. Don't forget about Claire. And there's also a Rowena part. Y'all, okay, wait. I have a question about the Claire part. Okay, good. Why? So this is skipping all the way to the end. Why did those two people in the trailer attack Dean? Uh, I think it was pretty much they, they had the conversation over Poole going, uh, you know, the, oh, yeah, they're all going to try to control you. Everybody, exactly. everybody wants to control yeah. you. And if you want, we can help you out with that. Yeah, they're like, he sucks. Want us to beat him up? But so she doesn't, does she not know that, like, Dean and Sam are, like, Mega fighters, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I mean, not. Yeah, I mean, I think they convinced her that you know, like, oh, if we sneak up behind him, we can take him out. And she doesn't really know. I mean, she did see the previous episode an entire house full of people that all probably stuck up behind him at various times, and he, he, he took care of them pretty handily. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just, just seemed like the worst in. plan. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely got the impression that she was at a loose end. And they were like, yeah, we got the solution. Just listen to us. We'll figure this out. We got it. Yeah. Let us handle it. And they railroaded her into it because they were like, we know what's going on. And it wasn't even so much that she could have, should have warned them or could have warned them. It was pretty much that they were like, we're going to do this. Yeah. You're the naive friend that's come in, and we are the experienced people of the road who can figure it out for you. We'll do it. Yeah, and I think the way that they've written her character is, like, that she's kind of like, whatever, like, I'm up for anything, like, I'm tough, totally. And yeah, she did fall. Like, she did she fall in with think Randy. It through. Yeah. She did fall she in with Randy, who was, uh, at best, someone who had a house. Yeah. She's not thinking things through. She just feels like she's rebellious. Um. So, did it make sense? No. But that's actually a good question, like... Did she see them fight ever before? I don't think she's seen them in action. No, but she definitely saw the aftermath, so... Yeah. Mega fighters. <laughs> That's so funny, because it's kind of true. Yeah, they're mega fighters. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, you know, give me the choice between Claire and Rowena. I think I'll pick some more some more Claire storyline. Oof, I don't want either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Crowley's mom? She's really annoying. I mean, she's definitely <laughs> she's definitely believes she has the upper hand over her her hapless demon son, the king of king of hell demon son. Yeah. She's uh, hexing him with hex bags, making him think that everybody's out to get him, and. Uh, Spying on his dealings and apparently having the first blade stolen, but not getting access to it because he came back too soon or something. But she almost had it. She almost had it. She. Yeah, I didn't she mind her at first. Schemer. At first, I was like, "Oh, cool, we get like a witch or whatever." And then they had to make her Crowley's mom, and then it had to be like this whole thing. It's just, it's unnecessary. She's very Lady Macbeth. Yeah. I also, I mean, I understand that that hell is a, a dank and for, unforgiving place, but it really was like those scenes really weighed down to me. It was just like this place is not—it's it, not doing anything for me at all. Not not just not just dank and unforgiving, and it wasn't foreboding. It was just kind of dull, dull gray everything. I've seen this room before. I've seen this room before. <laughs> I assume that that's partially intentional, but still, it really bugged me. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she's a schemer, which I think um, also the way her character is written is very theatrical. Yeah, um, yes, she is. So that wears thin when she's on screen. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> she's almost she's like at the very fringe of acting within this show. Like she's almost another show. Yeah, the she's, way she's acting. She's pretty camp. <laughs> yeah, like Crowley is definitely very camp, but he's like dry. Yeah. Um, Rowena, not so much. So I think they're trying to write her as like Lady Crowley, but it's, I don't know. Well, I have the problem, and I'm guessing this is because they're like immortal beings or whatever, but like age wise, it makes no sense to me that this person would be this person's mother. But I guess we're supposed to assume that like, she stopped aging at some point, and like he also stopped aging around the same point because these two people look the same age to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe the idea is that they both picked like their optimal age to live at or something. Like fifty years old is just the best age to be. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God, because that's still coming up. Haven't gotten there. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> well, I'm very, it's very close for me, so uh. I can't wait. Okay, wait, I'm just going to real quick. I want to look up how old this actress is. Wait, no, this can't well, be Well, you'll right. have to see how old she was. Well, maybe I should do that, actually. <laughs> so, you know. Wait, I think it's... I'm not looking at anything but just her like little top section. And this cannot possibly be right. What's her how age? old say she They is. say that she is 40 years old. What? That's Man. not right. And, and 40 so now? She was road hard and put away wet. Yeah, born oh. 1979. That's not possible. She can't be younger than me. That's yeah, there's so... no way this person is like slightly older than I am. I hold on. I will not take it. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Now I'm looking it up okay. myself. Okay, it. I need to know. Um, you can continue with whatever is happening in this oh, episode. Oh, what okay. the hell is happening in this episode? I, I mean, God, we, we didn't. We didn't kind of. <laughs> I guess we need to talk a little bit more about Metatron because we didn't we didn't really cover much of that yet. Okay. 
Get it out. Um, so Metatron says that uh, he can probably work with them, but they're going to need the first blade to get it done. And that's part of the whole part right. where Crowley has to go retrieve the first blade from his crypt by his bones. Uh, but uh, Why then, would his bones be in Guam? Because uh, so that no, no, he didn't die in Guam. Yeah, wasn't he like in Scotland or Ireland or something? Yeah, but they 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 they, they burned his they burned what apparently weren't his bones, and he did a magic show or whatever uh, to disappear the one time. And then he reappeared because apparently those weren't his bones, and his bones are actually in Guam. Y'all, I'm sorry. Reasons. Everything is saying that my girl is 40 years old, and I... I know! I, you know what? I stand a queen. She's, like, lying about her age left and right. Get it, girl. That's so funny. I was like, mm, I even took out my calculator app. I was like, wait. So, yeah, in, in 2015, she would have been 36. Yeah, there's no way well, what, anybody looks like that at 36. What else was she in prior to Supernatural? Um, that's kind of it. Wow. Did she have a stage career? Yeah, maybe a stage career. She she, she does seem stagey. Yeah, I get it. She seems like a stage actress. She's with some voices on video games. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Oh, here we go. She toured in the UK in 2005 when she was 25, theoretically. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ruth. We get it, girl. You're not giving your age away. That's fine. But if that's the case, then she's like 20 years younger than Crowley, which is insane. (laughs) She's in in Canada. I wouldn't be surprised to see Stratford in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. All right. This is too much. Do a search on her name and the the word Stratford. Okay. I I got to know. Mark Shepard was born in 1964. So... That's I'm not coming up with any matches for oh, Stratford. Yeah, all right. Okay. She's not Canadian then, but she's acting in Canada. <laughs> and there she is. All, forty years old. All right, she's girl. 40. I can't take it. <laughs> I can't believe that either. No, that's ridiculous. She looks fifty plus. Yeah, which and I was like, Yeah, she's like a pretty, like, older lady. Not that she's like no. Yeah, she's got some crow's feet. Yeah, which you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Oh but no, it's... I've got crow's feet too. You know. Yeah, she clearly is not forty. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll I leave mean, it alone they've now. also styled her to like look very, very that way. I'm looking at pictures of her. Right, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like no one would really have those bangs and that eye makeup and that lipstick. No, that whole combo really ages her up. So, uh, um, so what? Once good for her. So once there's all that subterfuge about the knife, uh, the first blade. Uh, well, Rowena does kill the, or yeah, does kill the minion. Guthrie, Guthrie, <laughs> Guthrie, the minion who uh, who fetched it. Um, but in the meantime, Crowley does tell them until I have more information on what you're planning to do with it, I'm not going to give it to you. Which prompts Dean to to look for some more direct answers from Metatron uh, by locking himself in there with him and uh, yep. asking forcefully and with pointy things. Uh, the only thing that really comes out of all this that I can tell is that you know Metatron is like you know you're not getting anything out of me, and then he does say 
something along the lines of the river shall end at the source. Yes. He definitely says that. Which uh, which ought to be important and probably mentioned in this this summary. What do you think that means? I mean, Sam and Dean have a conversation about that, but... Of course. Do you... I mean, I don't... Do you want to go over what they say first? It's definitely... Yeah, let's go over what they say. I can't remember what it is. (laughs) So, I have it in front of me. Okay. Um, He said the river ends at the source. Sam is like, what? Um, And they are like, well, we don't know what it means, but we'll figure it out. And Sam says... I've been thinking, Cain still has the mark, right? And he's lived with it. For years, he's lived with it. So yeah, the mark is strong, but maybe, Dean, there's a part of you that wants to give into it, and maybe you have to fight that. Maybe part of that powerful force has to be you. Right. But what does that mean? (laughs) So the river of power coming from Dean has to end from within Dean. So is he going to have to, like, kill himself? Is he going to die again? Come on. We've seen this. I don't know. <laughs> Your predictions in the very last episode we all discussed was that he was going to kill Sam. <laughs> so I mean, be? either way. Whatever it is has to happen. happen. One way or another. Oh, when I was going to die again. All right. Again. <laughs> Maybe right. penultimate episode will have like a, a, a bingo card of things that you all think are going to happen. You can pick, like, <laughs> a few things. I'm into that. They're like, I think Cass will die. I think so-and-so will die. I think this person will come back. I think this person will come back. And, and uh, was Metatron's final final threat as he was hauled out of there was that he was never going to say anything now? Is that what he said? Oh, let me go back. I keep... Does Castiel eventually bust through the door so that they can go in and separate the two of them? And then as Cass is taking him back to heaven, Metatron, you know, spits one last barb about the whole situation. I can't remember if it was along the lines of I'll never tell you anything ever again or what. Uh, All of these are out of order. Uh, So is the episode. (laughs) That's okay. Um... Metatron says something ominous and leaves. How about that? Yeah, that's where I was going with it. Um, yeah, and then we already kind of talked about Claire and those people. Uh, cool. Yeah, I guess the, 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 the main upshot of it is that uh, Dean agrees to go talk to Claire about uh, the situation in general and uh, to you know sort of uh, make peace with her. And during for, for that meeting, when she finally agrees on it, the the, the pool buddies in the meantime were like, we're, we'll, we'll take them out for you. And when Dean shows up, they try to sneak up on him, and she at the last second, you know, changes her mind about the whole situation and cries out about it. And Dean's warned enough to, to get the jump on him. But uh, he does not massacre the two of them. And in fact, once he has an axe and is hovering, raising it threateningly, uh, takes out a bench, which was looking kind of shifty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was so hard to care about any of these storylines. And uh, let's uh, just to wrap up the episode, Claire and Cass uh, talk at the roadside about how she's moving on and uh, 
and she uh, never really wanted to uh, be in touch, but now she's kind of agreeing to be in touch. And that he says that he doesn't have to hear an actual prayer from her to to uh, pick up on where she's at, but uh, that he can just pick up on a slight longing to see him or whatever. And so they kind of agree to, to part ways, but uh, possibly be in touch. And then he looks yep. better in a tie. And so this is where, as an expert, I ask you, will we see Claire again? I hope not. Me too. <laughs> I'd like to, but I have a feeling we won't. Okay. Unless it's so, a- like if if we do see her again, then do you think it's going to be sooner or later? I, I think later. I think if if we see her again at all, it's going to be possibly this whole last season bringing back. I mean, I don't know that they are, but I assume that they are. Like, okay, who can we bring back for the last season and wrap up any loose ends that we feel they still have? Did they think this was the last season? No, I'm talking about this coming, oh. this current season that's airing is yeah, the last season. Season 15 is the last and season. Shows oftentimes season when they're 15. Like, I'm going to make my guess that season 15 is going to just be a road trip with Claire and Rowena. It's going to be amazing. Gal pals. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um,. So, does anybody win? Oh, Dean sinks pretty low there with uh, Metatron, although Metatron is a little schmarmy sh- bastard no matter what. Right, but then he all he did was hit a uh, uh, poor bench. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Was, uh, he kind of wins in this one because as much as he has given in in the past episode, this particular episode, he actually, aside from... You know, going pretty far with Metatron. Or, or was it Sam that wins because Sam planted that seed? Did he? He said that Ooh. it's within you. Sam the gardener. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm picking. I'm not thinking very hard. I'm picking Dean to win. Okay. Which is normally your MO, but. All right, so let's see. We've got Paul saying Dean. Darcy, who do you think wins? I, I'm thinking about this because, like I said, Sam planted the seed. Ah, uh, but Dean's cuter, so they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say think? nobody. I'm with you. I don't think anyone wins. Everyone's a little bit struggling oh, still. We almost need our tiebreaker, Annie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of, I think Rowena might win because she did, like, pull off her bizarro plan. But Oh. I'm not sure what... Did she? Well, I mean, Wait, it's Crowley I thought the plan was just to undermine. But she got, she got Guthrie out, but beyond that, I thought, you know, I thought she intended she to get, get the blade. She didn't get that blade. She intended yeah. to get the blade. She didn't get the blade. She's Ugh, still stuck I'm going to go with no one. Dark gray room. Is, what? He, is he that dumb, or is he playing along? Is Crow- oh, is Crowley know? Does Crowley think that everything is cool and she's not doing a bunch of crap behind his back? I think he knows. Well, why is he playing along? He's just playing along. Makes things more interesting. All right. Yeah. So that is still a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. A tie between Dean and no one. Apparently. Apparently. All right. Let's rate this thing. Okay. Somebody go. I'm going to give this episode five 25-minute blocks out of ten. <laughs> because I, I watched, I think, 25 minutes of this episode. 
before I had to take a pneumonia nap. (laughs) I never watched the rest of it. And it does not seem like it was that big of a deal. So that's what I give it. I'm going to give it also a 5 out of 10. I, Like I said, when I was watching at the time, it was entertaining to me. But when I was going through the summary, I was like, did that happen in that order? I don't remember. And then it was just, you know, it, it definitely, the reading the description of it afterward did not intrigue me nearly as much as watching it. The first time, not that it was really intrigued. I don't know. Yeah, I'm giving so five, five out of ten wannabe pool assassins. Darcy, <laughs> okay. what say you? I think uh, it wasn't that great. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, four out of ten uh, uh, late 80s Winnebago's. All right. I am going to give it a... Three out of ten trips to Guam, which gives this 4.25, which I think is more than it deserves, but to each their own. That's okay. I'm afraid. I I, I, I fear that that Rowena is supposed to be what makes this season better and that that we're crapping all over her. And this is the part where everybody, everybody out there in the listening audience is like, but she's the good part. This is the best part. Hey. This is this is why the season, why the why the series is back on track finally. Hey, look, my girl Rowena might pull it out. I don't know. I'm, you know, maybe she's going to do something great, but she, she hasn't done it yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, you know what's so interesting is that I I will drop this little nugget. What's of, a nugget? A nugget of intrigue for all of you. Um, There is a character who shows up in this season, season 10, um, in such a fantastic episode that Megan, friend of the show Megan, and I were discussing this character and realized that this person actually only shows up in the series twice, but we thought that they had a way larger presence because of this one particular episode in this season. Yeah. Um, we have not gotten to that episode yet. Well, that's good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, they're, they're good. It's, it's a great episode. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking of when I was thinking of season 10. Um, so you have that to look forward to. Uh, you know, it remains to be seen whether you all will appreciate it or not. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> you know, like, if, if you'll be fans or not. But, yeah, we were going over it, and it was like, oh, yeah, how many episodes? And then we both felt like we were losing our mind because it was like, oh, only this many. So, um, you have that to look forward to. So, yo, is, is Charlie coming back from Oz anytime soon? Because that would be good. Oh, are you thinking it's Charlie that I'm talking about? No, I don't. I think it's not. I don't believe that it's Charlie you're talking about. I'm just thinking it'd be nice if she did. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, do you want to hear um, what you'll be watching the next three? Yeah, sure. let's hear what the next three are. Yes, please. The next three are episode 11, There's No Place Like Home. Oh, episode dear. Episode 12, <laughs> About a Boy. Wait, what did you say? I said, oh, dear. 
Oh my. Oh dear. <laughs> well, there's, there's no place, no like, place home. like home. Makes me, I just said. That is definitely an Oz. Seconds ago. Oh, is Charlie coming back from Oz? So I have a weird feeling. So I'm hearing that that's a prediction then? Yeah, that's definitely a prediction. Okay, so I'm sorry. I interrupted you rudely with this that's conjecture. Okay. <laughs> we like predictions. All right, um, so start from the beginning again. So episode 11, There's No Place Like Home. Hmm. Episode 12, About a Boy. And episode 13, Halt and Catch Fire. Wow. Okay. I watched like two episodes of Halt and Catch Fire. It's oh, is that another show? Yeah, it's a TV series. I think it was on AMC. It was about the uh, early days of um, of uh, the PC computing. So it was like set oh. in the 80s. Hmm. It, was, it was good. I just never got back into it. PC computing. Yeah. Remember the Gateway Store? Yes, we this bought is, a gateway. This is well before that. <laughs> this is this is back in the day when 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 IBM owned the PC architecture, and oh, other I, co- I believe you. I'm just and you other know. companies were trying to figure out if they could also make PCs. Crack it. Yeah. Gateway was my far reach back into computing technology. <laughs> we had it was a cow my box. moment. Yeah, we did. We had a cow box. In I think our house. we finally got rid of it in the last move. Oh well, it was Julie's cow box anyway. The, was the it? box, the box was Julie's cow box, oh. but I think it's still down there. Is it really? I think we still have the. Hey Fox, do we still have a cow box in the basement? A box with cow cow uh, print on the side of it. Gateway would mean nothing to you, but I'm just asking. About the cow <laughs> oh, I remember those cow print boxes. You kept saying cow box, and I was like, "What the hell is he what? talking about?" Yeah, Gateway. I, I remember that. Oh. I don't gateway. know. We went there. So. We bought a computer. Yeah, we went to the gateway, the gateway store. We bought. It was our first computer together. Yes. Yeah. We had one, 1997, and then the next year, my grandparents bought one, and they had the all new Windows 98 on it. <gasps> wow. Ours was a shiny, shiny Pentium. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I had one when I was. Yeah, I think we must have got one when I was like maybe fifteen. So it would have been sometime like ninety six, ninety seven. Back when me and Rowena were both in our teens. I guess. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <Never. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was just uh, talking to somebody about James Marsden. Like, okay. uh, you know, sure. we know James yeah. Marsden. Yeah. How old do you think he is? Uh, he's got to be like 40, right? Yeah, he's got to be like like 40 or, or older. He's like our age. Yeah, like our age because he was uh, he was like all those voices in all the cartoons. And yeah. and then he was in that, uh, that couple of movies. Yeah. I'm just thinking of like Party of Five. So he's got to be like just he a little bit older than me. He was in Party of Five? Yeah. That's where I know him from. What else was he in? Uh, what? Um, okay, so wait. What is the deal with how old is James Marsden? Um, he's forty-six. Yeah, he's alright. Okay, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah, that seemed alright. Oh, dude, Scott Summers. <laughs> that's what he's. From. He was in X Men. Why did we all forget that? That's funny. Oh my um, god! Apparently, he was in the nanny as Margaret Sheffield's boyfriend. Okay, get yeah, it, I Margaret. I forgot that seminal role. Right? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, 
he he is six years older than Rowena. <sighs> Y'all. I'm, I'm- and this was the point where we discovered that doing a web search suddenly knocks off my recording capabilities. And we ended up looking for another solution as to how to record things. So that's the end of the episode. Happy hunting. You've been listening to Idgitcast from QuadrupleZ.com. Join the discussion at Facebook.com slash We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting imthewonderband.com. The closing music you are listening to even as I speak is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at Idgitcast encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com. For a while, I um, I had cut a, a bunch of it up and I froze it and I was eating it in the morning with my coffee and my tea. Oh. So. Okay, we're very 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 times here that we need to break up. Oh, I'm gonna break up woven times. Oh, no, it's like a dog. Cut it off, you guys. Hey. Jeez. Cut it out. Go lie down. No, that is not lying down. Oh, no. She's got the zoomies. She does. She's, like, all the way across the house and back. Missy. Missy. Relax. Miss Iris. No, no, Iris. Iris. I can you're going. She thinks it's tampering. Are you done? No. You guys! Fox, did she drop off a bunch of weight out there that she's not on? That's I'm gonna scream, yeah. Hi, you guys. Okay, you guys are gonna have to kill us if you can't be dead. This is like worse than ever, usually. This is not this bad. This is like at least twice as worse as, as bad as usual. Boots! Up, up! 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 Up, up!
Yeah, now you guys get to sit in there. 